This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 242 of Optimal Living Advice the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, reminding you before we begin that if you have a question you would like help with on the show, we welcome you to email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. Now, today, everyone, we've got a really dense question about anxiety that's been sent in. Our asker today finds themselves so crippled by anxiety that even going to town or making a call to the dentist is difficult. Obviously, anxiety like this needs to be managed before these medial tasks turn into phobias that make daily life quite difficult, even more so than it is now. So I'm very happy that the asker has reached out and is looking for some help. Here's the question they've submitted. I want to feel comfortable making phone calls, like to schedule a dentist appointment or whatever, and driving downtown. I'm scared of finding parking, scared of crazy traffic, and suddenly needing to change lanes, scared of plowing over one of those stupid scooters. These anxieties limit me. I miss out on things and don't advocate for myself. Okay, good question, Asker. Thank you, thank you for sending this in. Uh, I don't know if your anxieties are limited to just making calls and driving downtown. I assume they are not. But I have a lot to say, so what I'm going to do is keep referring back to a call to the dentist's office as my example, but know that whatever I offer can also be applied to driving downtown or whatever else. So, you probably know what I'm going to say first, or at least longtime listeners do, that is that your progress is not going to start until you accept your anxiety, because anxiety, it, all of us, for all of us, it is hardwired in us to save us and to serve us. Yes, all of our gauges for threat have stayed in place, even though it's very rare that we are actually threatened. That's the problem. Our society and ourselves have evolved to a point that our egos and our feelings are a more common and relatable threat than, say, being mauled by an animal, uh, as our ancestors would have had to deal with on a regular basis. So that's the origin of anxiety, very briefly, uh, within our species. But the thing is, we all have our own origins as well. We all have past events and genetic inclinations that paved our individual roads of anxiety, and it's important for all of us to be open and accepting enough to explore our current anxieties so as to clearly separate our triggers and memories from what's actually happening in front of us in the present. In other words, it's important to see each situation anew and be as objective as possible instead of associating each new experience 
with past events that hurt us. And at the same time, it's also important to respect our anxiety because it did once serve a purpose for us. It's just unlikely that we need that same purpose served again here in the now. It's very unlikely. And that's something that we lose sight of. So, back to you and the dentist's office. Uh, let's explore how we can look at a call to the dentist's office in a way that brings us back to the reality again of that present moment so that you can see this situation for what it is. Now, first, ask yourself what stories you're telling yourself. What do you think is the worst that can happen when you call the dentist? What comes to mind? Is it realistic to think that it would go so poorly that your life or your identity that your main values and that which makes you you would be in jeopardy? Are you really such a focal point in the lives of the people at the dentist's office that they would make fun of you or harm you if you, if say, got anxious and had to hang up in the middle of the call? No, they have jobs to do. They're busy. And even if they did exchange a laugh, they would do so thoughtlessly and not in such a way that they would actually think less of you as a person, you know? And if they did, they'd have far worse issues than you do and their own underlying depression, unfortunately for them. Speaking of those other people and their troubles, next, let's turn your attention to who else is involved. Take the pressure and the spotlight off yourself by exploring the other people in the situation. Because this is not a world in which everyone is waiting on you to fail. What anxieties does the receptionist face that they have to deal with? What might he or she be struggling with? How can you use your tone and wording to make them feel as though a friend is on the other line? Can you bring some sunshine into their life and make that a secondary objective of your call? Now, another big one to consider would be the ways in which you are in control of this call. Mind you, there are many of them. Ask yourself, can I create a script in advance or do a visualization exercise? Can I create a calm environment in the room I'm in while I make the call? Can I start slow by calling when they're out of the office and leaving a message? Can I call when I'm next to a loved one while petting an animal or when I know I'll have a deliberate break in my schedule? Can I do some breathing techniques or yoga and settle myself down physically, using my body instead of my thoughts to reassure myself that there's no real threat in this environment? And there's a lot to be said of how anxiety exists more in our bodies than in our minds and approaching it from the outside in. And the last thought worth chewing on, which some might not like, is who else has been in your situation? What do others have that you don't when it comes to making these calls? Haven't others with social anxieties made these calls and been all right? Don't plenty of people experience awkward moments on the phone and find themselves able to laugh at themselves or brush them off? Look, I say that some might not like this because it's Easy to interpret it as a mindset that would single you out, make you feel incapable, or minimize your feelings. We're not doing that. It doesn't have to be that. Can it not instead be a reminder that there is really a host of possibility here? Whether it's making a call or driving downtown, these types of undertakings are possible for those who are comfortable as well as those who are uncomfortable. Sometimes they're smooth and other times they don't go as planned. But you always have the ability to recoil, to find joy again. And if you keep this in mind, it'll be easier to recognize those thoughts that pop up after, say, a call full of stuttering, as just old habits. Old habits of you trying to protect yourself from humiliation. 
you can experience these thoughts with the knowledge that they don't really reflect the truth of how resilient you are. Instead, they're illusions that, if believed, cause you to forget your resilience and ultimately miss out on things and not advocate for yourself like you mentioned. But your resilience is still there. It's not going anywhere. Your potential to grow and find meaning from many areas of life, that's untouchable. And if you're able to at least question the falsehood in these disruptive, self-defeating thoughts, rather than not choosing to challenge them and giving into them immediately, you're making progress and you're getting closer to recovering that resilience. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks again to the asker for submitting such a great question today. I really hope this answer helped them, and I also hope that it helped all of you to see the many angles of any anxiety-inducing situation and how we can really explore them so as to ground ourselves in the present. That's always the objective with anxiety. This episode was not made to belittle limiting beliefs or anything like that. Limiting beliefs are there for a reason. They're important. So don't listen to any of these people that just say, smash through your limiting beliefs. It's nonsense. It takes a while. If we can get into the rhythm of at least questioning them through avenues like those I've mentioned today, we can see each situation for what it is and change our mindset for the better over time. So let's end on that note, everybody. Thank you so much for being here today for 242. And be sure to come on back after the weekend for the Monday show. Have a good couple of days. I'll hope to see you then.